With KSOM and KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. A good afternoon. The Ottawa County Board of Supervisors will lease part of the armory facility during the HVAC construction project. The supervisors discussed with the City of Ottawa about possible sharing space at the former Ottawa State Bank facility recently purchased by the city. Chairman Doug Sorensen says that all changed after EMA Director Tyler Tigerson suggested the armory. Sorensen says they received an offer from the Army officials and proceeded with a facility walkthrough. The overall response from county employees was very positive that this would, this would work for us. The county will pay $30 daily for the temporary lease, including utilities. Very economical. I mean, it, it would probably, over what we had offered Audubon, uh, the city of Audubon to use, would, would probably save us maybe $10,000. Mm. So we thought, well, that... You know, if it'll work for us, my only big concern was what if there's some national emergency and they have to kick us out of the armory. The total cost of the HVAC project is $2.2 million. The bids for the project are due on October 19th. The goal is to award a contract on October 24th. Doug Sorensen says the plan is to move the main floor and possibly one or two more upper floor offices during construction. Well, the Adair County Board of Supervisors approved two new hires at their meeting this morning. Mandy Billings reports. The board approved hiring a new courthouse custodian. Uh, I just have a letter that states that you, or Jerry Walker, John Twombly, and Rich um, all interviewed, and they recommend the hiring of Scott Roberts. Uh, I put in there he'll start at $18 an hour. After a satisfactory six months, he'll go to $19 an hour, and then after his boiler certification, he'll go to $20 an hour. Is that correct? The board then approved a new hire in the auditor's office. So I would like to hire Ruth Smith as my payroll clerk uh, full-time uh, at 64% of my salary with attendance start date of October 16th. And the supervisors approved the commercial crime policy application. Um, so this is something we do every five years for Don Carlos Insurance Agency. Um, I just go through, talk about audit questions um, and employee coverage and everything. So I just need um, a signature from the board to allow me to give it to them along with our copy of our audit and copy of a list of our employees. The board also approved a fiscal year 23 annual report for the DOT from County Engineer Nick Kaufman. I'm Andy Billings reporting. In advance of the upcoming Veterans Day holiday, Pottawatomie County announced that its Veterans Service Office and primary signage for the Pottawatomie County Jail and Sheriff's Office will soon be illuminated in green. The display from November 6th through the 12th is part of Operation Green Light for Veterans, a nationwide effort uniting counties to support military veterans. The initiative, led by the National Association of Counties, raised awareness around the unique challenges faced by many veterans and the resources available to the county, state, and federal levels to assist veterans and their families. The announcement came during the County Board of Supervisors meeting October 3rd. Board Chairman Brian Shea... Pottawatomie County hereby declares from October through Veterans Day, November 11, 2023, a time to salute and honor the service and sacrifice of our men and women in uniform transitioning from active service. Therefore, be it further resolved that in observance of Operation Greenlight, Pottawatomie County encourages its citizens in patriotic tradition to recognize the importance of honoring all those who made immeasurable sacrifices to preserve freedom by displaying a green light 
in a window of their place of business or residence. By shining a green light, uh, they let veterans know that they are seen, appreciated, and supported. Counties and residents across the country are sharing their participation on social media using the hashtag, hashtag Operation Green Light. Harlan City Administrator Gene Getty spoke to the City Council regarding the uncertainty going into this budget season and the next three or four years. Manny Billings reports. A little background. This past session, the Iowa Legislature passed a bill capping levy rates for cities and counties. Cities will have a general fund levy consolidated from 15 current levies capped at $8.10 per $1,000 in taxable value. Counties have a top end limit of $3.50 per $1,000 for general services and $3.95 for rural. Local governments are placed into three levels based on their revenue growth with different formulas to determine how much of the excess revenue must be devoted to lowering property taxes and the process for bringing existing property tax rates down to those set maximums. As we near that time of getting our property valuations and the new CGFL, the Consolidated General Fund Levy, all these acronyms, that receiving those two pieces of, or those two numbers, will be a real uh, aha or telltale sign as to what are we looking at. What might we need to adjust? What might we need to scale back on? Do we need to change some, uh, reduce some services? Don't know we'll be faced with that this year, but there will be some, and these are common discussions that other municipalities are starting to have because of the clawback or ratchet back, as far as ratcheting back growth. Um, Property taxes, like it or not, um, that's the reality of where our revenue comes from. And we all know that the cost of goods and services, just like in the private sector, the public sector is subject to those same things. And you know, some of our costs, such as insurance and, and utilities and cost of doing business, those continue to increase. So uh, stay tuned for a fun budget season. Getty said he and City Clerk Jane Smith have enrolled in the Advanced Budget Workshop to be held in November that will help them better understand the budget process. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. In the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office arrested a 16-year-old juvenile for felon in possession of a firearm, a Class D felony, and unauthorized possession of a weapon, a Class D felony, and minor in possession of a concealed weapon. Deputies transported the teen to the Montgomery County Jail and held him on a $5,000 bond. A standard woman faces drug and alcohol charges. Red Oak Police responded to a report of a suspicious vehicle in the 1900 block of Ingalls Drive. When they arrived, they contacted 56-year-old Laura Ann Schrader of Stanton. Following an investigation, police arrested Schrader for driving while suspended, operating while intoxicated second offense, seven counts of unlawful possession of prescription drugs, and assault on law enforcement. Officers transported Schrader to the Montgomery County Jail and held her in a $2,000 bond. A boil order is in effect in Pacific Junction, southeast of Omaha, after a water main break. Glenwood Municipal Utility says a boil order will remain in place until lab tests are complete. The entire city of Pacific Junction is included in that boil order. Iowa Department of Natural Resources is hosting a public meeting to discuss proposed largemouth bass regulation changes at Swan Lake and Carroll County. The meeting is October 5th at 5 p.m. in the lower level of the Swan Lake Conservation Education Center. The DNR is proposing to remove the 16-inch minimum length limit for largemouth bass and replace it with the statewide minimum length limit of 15 inches. No changes to the bag limit are proposed. 
The Cass County Library Association will hold a pizza puzzle and pub night on Saturday, October 21st at a venue in Atlantic. Atlantic Public Library Director Michelle Anderson says the event raises funds for Dolly Parton's Imagination Library program in Cass County. Imagination Library is a book gifting program where registered children under five get a book in the mail every month. And obviously that costs some money. And so um, we raise funds to cover those costs. So we had such fun doing it last spring that we thought we'd try it again this fall. It takes about $27 to send one child books for one year. There are currently 318 children registered in Cass County. Pizza, puzzles, and pub night is a race to be the first team to complete a 500-piece puzzle, eat a large pizza, and drink 12 bottled or canned beverages. Those who choose to drink alcoholic beverage should come with an appropriate ID. We are taking registrations for teams of four, and you can do that either online. There's a Google form that you can find on our Facebook event, or every library has paper registrations. You can come in and fill out a paper registration. Another thing that's new this fall is we're actually doing it twice in one day. So if 4 o'clock is better in your life, you can sign up for the 4 o'clock time. If later is better, we're also offering an 8 o'clock. So that way we can accommodate even more teams because we ran out of space last spring. Teams of four can register for $100, and individuals can watch the event for 10 There will be cash prizes for first, second, and third. There will be other puzzle-up opportunities for an extra charge during the event. Cash bar will also be open, and tips are encouraged. Registration for the fundraiser, including payment, is required by October 13th. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.